It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Talk Recorded live. Okay. Welcome, everyone, once again to another beautiful Bible study here at the House of David. This week we're going through 1 Samuel chapter 26, and it, the, uh, the study will be led by Sister Nadine. Take her away. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Um, just going to really jump right in. I assume that everybody has gotten a chance to read over Samuel, 1 Samuel 26, um, the entire chapter. Um, yes. Starting out, um, one of the things that I was absolutely impressed with about um, David is his uh, self-control, his forgiveness, his godly wisdom, his calmness, which uh, we'll elaborate more on as I go through the chapter. Um, this is also on my phone, but we'll try to do it from here. On the other hand, I am in awe, with, um, somewhat disappointed as well, with um, the behavior of the king himself. And um, on the contrary to David, uh, the king that is presently on the throne is... Um, Stubborn, have uh, uh, he is lacking in God's wisdom. Um, he is misguided, distracted, um, and as a government or a ruler, that it is it, it, quite distasteful to see that. So um, David had mentioned one time in the chapter, and I think this would be in uh, verse twenty that he said to the king that um, it's like you're looking for a single flea, like a, 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 a bird in, 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 on a mountain, you know, a partridge, because they, it's like David was trying to say, there is so much that you could have done, and it's, it's, it's such a, a, a waste of time. 20, let me see what 20 say here, yeah. So verse 20 says, mm-hmm. um, no, do not let my blood fall to the ground, far from the presence of the Lord. So David was kind of saying, if there's something that I have done, because I don't want to talk ahead of myself, but David has always been in a repentive spirit whenever he approaches the king. Like, a peradventure, if there is something that I have done, then, um, you know, and he's going down and saying, um, whatever, but in 20 he said, no, do not let the blood, my blood, fall to the ground, far from the presence of the Lord. The king of Israel has come out to look, the king of Israel mm-hmm. has come out to look for a plea. So he's showing his subordination, his, right. his, his, his low degree, like I am of low regard to you and the offices that you're running. And the king of Israel has come out to look for 
problem is. That's where the problem is. Are you going to trust in your own understanding? Are you going to let your emotions override and overrun you? Or are you going to wait upon the Lord and be of good courage? Are you going to take directions from the Lord? And are you going to remind yourself already of the word of God? In some of our cases today, we're like, God, tell me what to do. God, tell me what to do. And it's a case where you already know. Because it is scripture, it is what it is, and you know, you know. You know. So um, that was kind of like, wow, wow, wow. But waiting, waiting. So David decided to await the verdict and God's timing for when he shall be killed. For when he will reign, even though I'm sure this has been some years now, or some months, at least some months, I don't know, on the timeline. Pastor, is this years he was running or months? Yeah, no, this is years. Come on, yeah. At least. Yeah, this is, and, and the, 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 the thing is, you know, Saul, lucky he doesn't live in today's world. <laughs> because here's the thing. He keeps reneging on his word. He keeps going back on his word. Remember in chapters 25 and, uh, uh, 24 and 25, he told David, you know what? Yeah, I was wrong. I shouldn't be chasing after you. Let me go back and be about my business. But yeah. it seems like every time the neighborhood snitch comes along and say, hey, I see David over there, right? And remember, this is a warning that Christ gave us. Lo, I am over here. Lo, I am over there. Do not believe them. Do not chase after it. Because uh, you should be, your mind should be steadfast on me and not of, you know, people enticing you to go here and there. You know, just like people church hop and, you know, yeah. people switch jobs for an extra dollar. You, you know, it, it, it's, it's all that same thing that we do as humans. Uh-huh. It's all should have been taken care of. Of, of government things for the people, he's out here chasing a man, one man. Put all right. the resources of the people chasing one man. Right. It's like because you, you you kind of summed it up by distraction, and and even in today's time, distraction comes by you know social media, mm-hmm. by your cell phone, television. All of these different things come to distract and and are controlled by people. Yeah. And so um, why would we put all of our trust in technology when, you know, the original creation of it was not for man's well-being? Wow. Well, I just had that conversation with someone, Mm -hmm. you know, that um, it was a distraction and taking them away from their word Mm -hmm. because they were continually reading and studying but now, you know, the electronics is taking them away, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's where your time is going. You're wondering what's going on. Mm-hmm. And wow. And even think of that. Little enter, today. Enter the net. The world yeah. wide web. <laughs> wow. Get caught in the web. It's, mm-hmm. yeah. Go ahead. Here go David, right? David is waiting on God. Because David knows, it wasn't in, I'm not sure that it's what it, if this was in Psalms, but David knows, quote, that the heart of the king is in the Lord's hand. Where in the Bible? 
serve that. Here go two men of one throne, both anointed. But who is representing Christ? Same position. But who is representing the heart of Christ? And, and we know what God said about David already. Right. Um, I'm going to close so everybody can get a little part to talk um, as well. Um, in, in, in my closing argument is David will not, and he did not go back on his word. He said, I will not touch the Lord's anointing. And every chance he gets, and you know, sometimes you have those little friends or those little hotheads, or some of us is just our, our opinion. Say, do it, do it, do it quick. Let's get it over with. You know God's not going to say anything or whatever you, you battle with. But David controlled his emotion. He controlled his spirit. Because I'm sure as a man, that he, he said it to the king, that I could have killed you. So the thought came to mind, or he saw that quite obviously. But he said, I will not touch the Lord's anointed. In verse 16 and 23, he talked specifically about not touching the Lord's anointing. Mm-hmm. But um, as, as, as to adjourn you or to implore you or to beseech you, let the, 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 the mind that was in the spirit that David hosted be in us where, where the good character traits or the godly character traits were coming out. And let it not be found among us that we are fighting unfairly, that we that we are fighting at all, or that we fight on fear or unjust or ungodly, because this is what the king was doing. He was fighting on fear, unjust, and ungodly, because we we might be going through different situations and circumstances, disagreements in Christendom against sisters and brothers, just like old David and the king. They are sisters, they are brothers. You know, but the Bible specifically says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. And our battle is not with a human person. So, whether it be that you were supposed to be promoted and you did not get promoted, or whether it be that somebody misused, abused, overlooked, whatever it is, you not result in your pain. But let it not be found among us that we are but then the enemy is already winning because our war is not a physical war. It is a spiritual war. And we, we are sisters and brothers, whether we are pre-believers, not yet saved, or Christians. We are all created by God. So we have to, we have to make sure that we don't find ourselves fighting naturally. But whenever we find ourselves in situations that is bigger than us, or, or um, is unfair or unjust or ungodly. Like David, we would say, let God take care of it. Because if it's with pastor, God called pastor, then God called me. So let God deal with his own anointed and his own appointed. Let me not go get that kind of blood and sin on my shoulder. Because mm-hmm. as pastor so coordinate, I shouldn't be taking pastor down. I sit the summer so coordinate, I shouldn't be out there trying to drag the summer down or hunting her down or trying to stab her in the back. If I see something that is not spiritually or I believe is unfair or ungodly, you should have a spirit where I can approach you and say, hey, hey, pastor, I don't like.
outside life thought that you, you just don't want to deal with it, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be nowhere it becomes my walk. Right. I have to leave you to God. And that's where in Christendom we get distracted. We take it personal now, like, oh, oh, really? We can do this. Who can play that game? And then the, the, it's almost like this frenzy in church. Where in the body of Christ, everybody's bickering and tearing on one another. The devil don't need to come in and do anything. We're doing a fine job on our own hmm. when we start to fight physical. Yeah. We have to be discerning where we can pick up that. That spirit is not outside. That's a general spirit system. Mommy, that's a bad mind. Sister Debbie, that is anger. And when anger is not whatever it is, you know, Sister Summer, that is resentment. Pastor, that is abuse of power. Whatever it is where you can say it. Because if we can't say it in a, 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 a friendly atmosphere, in a safe place, then there is something wrong. But also, if we cannot say it, and it's it received well, the, the, the giver should now take it upon their hands, like God, to literally make it your personal issue in straightening out everybody. They don't receive it. They don't receive it. Give them God. And you continue, praise God. Because as I always say to mom, you know what happened now? The devil of both of you now in the tug of war, you, you that claim that you went in righteous has lost your righteousness. So both of you know are at the same point. So, you know, and I was sharing a testimony before I end here, you know, just to remind us that. So we get the point that I'm driving home. We wrestle not against flesh of God, but against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness in high places. And um, that we wrestle against the evil one, the enemy, Satan, the, the accuser, the, the whatever. You might see spirits and different things that he might use as a sister or a brother to, to bring across. Because like the Holy Spirit needs a body, so does the devil need a body to operate in truth. But we should be more in prayer than physically trying to, you know, because being right is not righteous either. So sometimes when you see some stuff, it's not so that you get to act. I see that, and I'm going to bring that out. But it's to be in humility and praying. And there is where I'm going to dial back now and get some info. Amen. Amen. Nobody starts, I'll jump in. <laughs> you on the right now. Amen. <laughs> Hello. All right. So I'm, I'm going to tie in two verses here. Just right out of this chapter. So this is David prophesying pretty much, if you can view it, right? So he he's dealing with Saul, and Saul pretty much is allowing evil just to enter into his heart and eat at it, right? Like you said, both of them are anointed, chosen by God to do a thing. David can't do a thing until Saul is out of the way. And he yeah. knows that. But instead of, as we would do today, try to force the hand of God and say, well, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to go do something about it myself. That's, yeah. what, that's what we do these days, right? That's yeah. what we do. But David's like, no. I'm going to let, you know, perfection have a perfect work. Just as the book yeah. of James says, you got to allow this thing to work itself through. <laughs> 
Right? So in verse 3, uh, 23, he says this, The Lord renders to every man his righteousness and his faithfulness. But he says also, For the, the Lord delivered you into my hand today, but I would not stretch forth my hand against the Lord's anointing. Why? Because David has an understanding of God. And this goes back over here to verse 10. Verse 10, David tells, tells the, um, uh, Abisha this. David said, furthermore, this is when he, 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 wanted, he asked David, could he just thrust um, Saul with the sword while he was laying down there, right, with the spear. Uh-huh. And he, he told him not to. And he says, because of this, as the Lord lives, the Lord shall smite him, or his day shall come to die. Yeah. Or he shall descend into battle and perish. What David is saying is one way or another, yeah. Saul's day is already marked. I don't have to do anything. I just need to buy time and let God's plan work out. While you chasing me, death is right around the corner. Wow. You're looking for me, but you're about to find death because you are trying to do exactly what he said. I will not stretch forth my hand against God's anointed. But yet you are trying to do that very same thing. Uh-huh. So that's what David, his motive was all about. It's like, this is God's battle, not mine. Uh-huh. Let God deal with Saul because that, God's the one got Saul that way. Remember, he put the evil spirit in him. Then he had him. To make him this way, because God said, I'm going to remove you. And how do I remove you? By making you unrighteous. You, you're going to be unruly, and, and, and a king shouldn't be that way. So the people already see this. You're not taking care of us. The people came to invade us, and David had to come save us, because you're so busy looking for him. Yeah. But if you was on your post doing what you're supposed to be doing and not neglecting your duties, yeah. we'll be all right. So David's like, you've already lost the people. The throne yeah. is, just, just, is just around the corner, and we're going to find that out in the next few chapters where that prophecy literally comes to truth. He says, and you will descend into battle and perish. Wow. And that's exactly what's going to happen to him. Wow. You know, wow. I, I see that, but then in 21, you know, um, the past, the verses that you spoke of, Pastor, that was just showing all of David's love that he had for God, mm-hmm. you know, but then, um, you know, I, I, 21, I keep on, I, I keep on going to that, and that says, then said Saul, I have sinned, mm-hmm. return my son David, for I will do, I will do no more, do thee harm. Because my soul was precious in thine eyes this day. Behold, I have played the fool that had erred exceedingly. You know, um, you said that the evil was placed in God. I mean, placed in Saul. But, you know, it's getting close to his end because his faith is coming through. Uh-huh. You know, and he knows that he's done wrong and he knows that he's erred because of, you know, David sparing him. Sparing uh-huh. him. So he, he, got to, he got to see that. You know, um, you know, Sister Nadine, when you were talking, all I could think about was um, today, you know, and um, our society and, and all of these young men, you know, everybody just um, 
wanting to be the one that was on top and, you know, most important, you know, and, and, and how do they, you know, just one trying to stand up and, and, and do the right thing to encourage the others not, you know, but, but, but it's just the same thing, you know, with the Bible being in the way of life. This is exactly what's happening in our streets. Yeah. You know, um, is, 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 is what I see, you know, just, um, you know, if you, if you stand in on my corner, you know, I have to be bigger than you. I have to be more important, you know, um, I have to prove myself. Yeah. And them trying to prove themselves to somebody because of, you know, for whatever reasons, they end up losing their life or somebody, yeah. Yeah. you know, we're, you know we're, we're killing because I'm the, I'm the big bad one, you know. Mm-hmm. No, nobody's not going to say or do this to me, you know, and, um, you know, they go hunting each other down like, you know, dogs. So, um, yeah, nice study, nice study. Wow. <laughs> praise to God. Praise be to God. Um, praise God. Praise God. You know, I find this chapter to be very interesting um, in this part where, um, David David really loved Saul, and he showed that love by he never talked against. I heard Nadine said earlier talking against um, each other and tearing each other down. He has never talked against Saul. He has never said Saul this or that, even when Saul ranting and raving and coming after him. And he shows that love do covers a multitude of sin, wherein that David really respected Saul and honored him. And honor him. And yeah. again, I see, and that again, I also see where God showed David in chapter um, fourteen, chapter um, in verse. I'm um, not chapter. I'm sorry. In verse, in verse, um, where is it? He said, "The Lord made a deep sleep fell upon him." I don't see. The, I don't remember what chapter that is. And the Lord made a deep sleep fell upon Saul, and God showed David right here. No matter how Saul is pursuing you, you will overcome because you are yeah. king and you will live to regain your kingdom. You will live to gain that kingship. And I made this clip sell upon Saul so you know David was able to say, who knows how Saul is going to die because being this clip from God that was death to Saul and David was able to say, he's going to die. As Pastor said, one way or the other, he's going to die. So no matter what you're going through, trust God. And God will take care of you. And mm-hmm. I find that to be very interesting. Amen. 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 Yeah. That is so true, Sister Sharon, because up in the first part of the chapter, David was cutting out the guy that didn't guard Saul properly. Right. He Amen. And you are one of the best men. And you fall asleep that I could come in and do this, you know? And, and I'm like, he's even cussing the guy out for not doing a proper job of guarding. And I was like, wow, that's, that's, that's true, sis. Did you notice that, though, that the same type of sleep that God put upon um, David and uh, that book that God put upon his men and Saul, that the same type of sleep that God put upon me in the garden at the enemy? Because what Jesus was going through, Jesus had to go through it. So the yeah. other three that were flawless, they had to go to sleep. So Jesus could go through what he had to go through, and the angel came and ministered to them. And that's the same sleep that fell upon these, these men right here, if you look at it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So no one, else can, no one else 
and walk in your path for you, no matter what you're going through. If God says you're going to be an evangelist or a pastor or a whatever he calls you to be, you will be that. To the last moment, you will be what he called you to be. The enemy cannot take you out before time. You have to stop. The time you stop to fight the enemy, you're losing ground. You're losing battle. So you just have to keep focused, keep pressing on, keep going forward. Don't look back. Just keep pressing forward. And you will win that battle. Because God comes to do something, you will come into your anointing. You will come into your, 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 your purpose. You will do what God tells you to do. And that's what is David focused. He focused. He knew God called him, so he's going to stick his ground. He's going to stay and he's going to press forward. He's not going to let nothing differ him from doing what God tells him to do. And he just keeps pressing forward. And I love that about him. The respect that he has for Saul, the respect that he has for another king. Because the same God who called him David is the same God who called Saul. And he respects God that much to give honor back to God, let God do what he has to do with his people. And I find it to be very fulfilling and satisfactory. Yeah, powerful. Right. I also want to chime in a little bit. Um, while Nadine was studying, a really good study. Again, my heart is changing. And um, that's what I love about Bible study, because as you go through your day, you remember things, and, you know, it reminds you to, you know, be accountable for the things that you do and say. So I remember Nadine had mentioned a part in the study about timing. And last week in our Sunday school, we were talking about timing. In our walk, timing is key. Um, and if we don't understand the proper timing, then we can sometimes walk in disobedience. Right? Uh, and the whole thing about season and timing comes out in uh, Ecclesiastes 3, where there is a season and a time for everything. Mm-hmm. What Paul did not understand um, in, all his, in all his leadership was that his timing has come to an end. Mm-hmm. It's a mature thing, though, in leadership. Not everybody will. I, I don't know if you have ever been placed into something where you just know that you are approaching your timing. And every, your last day. And everything that you do is like you're closing, you're, you're putting a closure to things. So if yeah. you sweep, you would sweep a little cleaner. If you coach, you would coach a little differently because in your spirit, and I feel like probably when you're going to um, be gone from this world, if you are walking in God's in, in, in his footsteps and you understand, like, the different things, because your body goes through a physical thing when, the, when there is a certain change. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you have these rules. You know, you're, 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 you know that you're ending something. So what he did not, in my opinion, is that he did not take, he, he probably didn't have any quiet time to kind of understand these things, to say, you know, like, what am I uh, a mentor? Another thing, too, in leadership, you need a mentor and a coach because it's all this wondering. He wasn't held accountable to not nobody. So he could have just, and, and of course, that is not there, you know, in the physical. But a mental, uh, 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 a mentor or a coach could have, you know, maybe... Mentoring, but like you know, redirecting or yeah, exactly. right, right. 
say, and for us, you know, how are we going to be different? You know, do we have mentors? Do we have um, coaches? And it, it, is, it is absolutely important to have somebody that you, that, that, that holds you accountable mm-hmm. to the calling upon your life. Yeah. Um, it is important because when you step, you can't see your blind spot, that relationship you should be open because your mentor is not going to always kiss you on the cheek and, you know, hug you around the arms, but they're going to really help you with the things that is not, you're not showing up well in. Mm. Want us to understand your season and your timing. When your season has ended, it's not necessarily that you're not blessed in what you're doing, but it is done. It is over. The door is closed, and there is another opportunity for you to enter into something greater. You either should step down, resign, relent, give it up, because any step further that you go into this thing, you're not going to be blessed. Right? You probably started off blessed, but when this timing is over, then it's done. How um how can we be different uh be different in today's world and into our walk um as we go you know and as we are in our marriages raising our kids as Nadine alluded to uh, earlier um as we are living this life for Jesus Christ we see how it looked on Saul and again Nadine perfectly outlined that you know do we have a mentor do we have a coach are we approachable in our spirit. Because probably he did have one, but he wasn't approachable. So what will happen to a stubborn person is that you you ever talk to your child, a disobedient person, or your child, and you know that they're ending up, they're going to be in danger. They're going to fall or hurt themselves. And because they don't listen, you just sit back and you say, okay, all right then, that was a good teacher, right? Sometimes if we're not approachable, when danger, we're heading into dangerous way, then our mentors will just stand at the side and say, you know, watch the danger. Because life is a good teacher as well, if you don't take um, telling and hearing. Understanding, another important point is, as you look at their lives, is um, the jealousy factor. Understanding, and I normally neutralize these feelings. If I'm feeling jealous or if I'm feeling like that should have been different, I normally get down to the bottom, and I, I, I was taught, it was never that I had all that wisdom, but a great mentor said to me to like, you know, if these feelings are coming upon you, try to find out why, why, and call it what it is. It is the spirit of jealousy that just entered me, right? Whether you are entering into it or it was just brought upon you, but something in your spirit has changed, and you feel like maybe you should, and it should have been you. So understanding that you are not the greatest, no matter what you do, there is always someone that is greater than you. Nor, on the other hand, are you the least, but you're right there in the middle. But with Jesus Christ, you are blessed, and all things work together for his good. So I, I think it was my grandmother that said, when Christ is in the vessel, you can smile at the storm. And little is much when God is in it. So I believe that is a song. Paul had a jealous spirit and had never considered um, 
it's okay to have a subordinate greater than himself. And that caused a lot of distraction in the kingdom of God. Um, and we can learn. I'm so glad that he walked through that. So if you're going to be disobedient to a leader, you see, or to a subordinate, or not do right in the sight of God. You've seen his life. I believe he fell on his own sword. I can't remember. I believe something happened to him, but he died like a dog in the street. Why? Again, because, you know, these things. And it's not tit for tat, but sometimes your consequence, the, the, there are consequences to your, the actions that you do and the things that you will do or say or be. So that's something that came to my mind as Nadine was. The Holy Spirit deposited in my spirit as Nadine was teaching. Amen, amen, amen. And we're trying to get them back. We, I think we lost connection with them. Um, and uh, so um, hopefully we can get her back here so she can close out. Um, but no, all, all valid points. And, and again, we, we just got to consider ourselves. Ourselves, yeah. You know, we just have can to I share ourselves. something else, Pastor? Yes, go ahead, please. <laughs> While Nadine is trying to get back on, praise the Lord. Amen. Um, this morning I was looking at this uh, scripture here in Psalms, and it says these words, and it really melts my heart um, to, to see God um, saying this to us, not just me, but to us, his children. And it says, praise ye the Lord, or give thanks uh-huh. unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. His second verse went on to say, who can utter the mighty act of the Lord? Who can show forth all his faith? Blessed are they that keep judgment and he that with righteousness at all times. Remember me, O Lord, with the favor that, that thou hast bearest unto thy people, and visit me with my, thy salvation. Dad, why should God visit me with his salvation and favor me? The sixth verse went on to say, that I may See the good of thy chosen. Why did you chosen? David David wrote this. Why did you choose me? Why did you choose me? That I may rejoice in the gladness of thy nation. That I may glory in thine inheritance. So whatever the purpose God gives you, if it's to be a kingdom or whatever, the glory goes back to God. It's part of your inheritance. And I went it, it reminds me of when Cody got mugged and getting off the bus, coming home from school, and they took his phone away from him. And when my daughter called me and said, Mommy, they Cody got mugged. I said, did you call the police? What did you do? I said, the police, I called the police, and they're on their way. And she told me, and I started praying, and I didn't know how to pray. And I heard the Holy Spirit said, pray for the, the guy who touched your son. Pray for him that my wrath do not come upon him. Leave your son to me. He is protected. But pray for the young man that is phone away from your son. And I started praying. I didn't even know what to say, but the words were pouring out. And I, when I finished praying, I said, thank you, Lord, because I really did not know how to handle myself in this matter. When somebody touched something close to you, the first reaction is to lash out or but when you are in Christ, God will not let his holy one to see corruption. He will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. He will give you what to do and what to say. 
Just as if David did go up and kill Nabal, the foolish king, you know he sent an intercessor, which was his wife, to come and talk to David and keep David from sin. So David was doing the same thing here, keeping that young man from sinning, from killing Saul. And the same thing in my life, keeping me from praying a bad prayer over that young man to keep me from sin. So when, as Debbie said, we all need somebody to hold us accountable, but the Holy Spirit in us, the deeper you seek Christ, the more you get to know who he is and he takes over your life. You literally can feel him walking and talking with you like a real person would. The more you dig deeper into Christ to get an understanding of who he is because we, his children, know the mystery of his will. He will tell us secrets. He will show us points. Pastor Samuel talked a few Sundays ago that there are more to God's words than what we are reading. God said things to us that we do not even read in the Bible, but we know it's him because his children, his sheep, know his voice. So God speaks to us that way so we can yeah. grab a hold. And Nadine said it earlier. If we see something wrong with somebody, pray about it and go speak to them in a loving manner where they Amen. can be healed and be restored back into the faith. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Sister Amen. Amen. Okay, we got we got Sister Nadine back. Yes, yes. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I just wanted to add a small thing, though we're kind of late here, but just a small note because I was in agreement with what Sister Nadine was saying about, um, you know, him minding what was going on. Saul was minding so much what was going on with David. He wasn't taking care of his own house. Mm-hmm. And that reminded me of that script, the scripture in Song of Solomon where where Solomon says, you know, um, in verse, uh, uh, chapter 1, verse 6, he says, Look not upon me because I am black, because the son hath looked upon me. My mother's children were angry with me. They made me the keeper of the vineyards but my own vineyard have I not kept. So in this in this same situation, it's like you're you're in somebody else's vineyard. You're you're paying attention to what you know, you know his vineyard. You know mm-hmm. is is doing. What, you know what's going on with David. What is David? You know how is David prospering? What is David doing? How many people are with him? You know you're so busy doing that that you're not keeping your own. And, you know, like, you know, how is your vineyard going to grow, you know, or yes. how's, your, how's your garden going to grow <laughs> unless you are tilling it, unless you are working it, unless you are working for it, you know. And yes. really, honestly, you have to see it as a plot, as a game of the enemy. When you look Wait, back, look. You step back and you actually see the, the games that the enemy plays, the only tool that he has, you know, is to play games with your mind. So yeah. one tool is distraction. Yeah. So I can distract you from your original uh, <clears throat> goal. If I can distract you off of your path, that's, his, that, that's like what that. he does, and that's how he plays those games. So that's yeah. why you have to really, really like that. And, and what was it? I think it was uh, Mother Faith when she was uh, reading about walking circumspectly. Uh, walking uh. circumspectly.
line that talks about that. Yeah. You've got to really consider yourself. You can't really worry about nobody else's in this walk. You know, we, we really don't have time to do that. We really don't even have the mental space and time to do it because you've got, um, you've got goals in your own life to keep. And while, while you're so busy doing that time, you're being robbed of not only just the kingdom, you're being robbed of your relationship with God, you're being robbed of your time, you're being robbed of your peace of mind. So it's like, you know, like she was saying that the enemy's already got you in the corner because he's already put the peace in front of you. You know, like I was saying, um, sometime last year, you know, the Lord was dealing with me, he was like, you know, the, the enemy is coming. So you cannot, uh, you, you, you cannot underestimate, under, underestimate him, okay? And the game that he plays is not a game that's straight up in your face. People think it's a Hollywood game where he's just going to, boom, he's going to appear, he's going to be, you know, have his horns, and he's going to be breathing fire, he's going to do all this other stuff or whatever. It's like, no. The Bible says that he desires to sift you like wheat. Yeah. And so... And then he also tells you the the only thing that befalls you is that which is common. So he knows, he's been knowing you since you were born. So he knows what the common issues are with you. And those are the buttons that he is going to press. Yes. And that's the way he's going to dress it up. That's the reason why the Lord said walk circumspectly. Walk as children of the light. Stay in the light. And we talked about that earlier in the in the, in the year when it was like stay in the light, walking in the light, the beautiful light. You know, you got to stay in the light. You got to keep your. You got to stay conscious. You got to stay awake. That's what that was said on Wednesday. Stay awake. Anything can take you off track. Anything can take you off track. And when it takes you off track, it's taking you all the way off all the way. Rails. All the way. Completely derailed. So, you know, it's, it's about us humbling, you know, like she also said that too, humbling yourself, considering yourself in this equation. It's not about Saul. It's not about what Saul did. What was David doing? What am I doing? How am I treating God, God's anointed? Am I going against God's word? Because God said his word don't return unto him void. So I can't step in the way of his word. When his word said that, that Saul would be that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's about me, you know, looking at me all the time, all the time. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Sister Summer. Mom, did you have anything? Yeah. I kind of agree with uh, what Summer was saying, and it's the good word, I guess. Everybody's sure. Could she come a little closer? We can barely hear her. Come a little closer. So I was saying I agree with everything on Bible study tonight and, you know, it came up and the lesson we are learning again from from, from Saul and the, even the promises he had made in the previous year, uh, said tears um, when he realized that David, even though he was out to kill him, that that's how pure David was, you know, um, 
ungodly. And we think he would have learned something even through that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the lesson still not learned. And, you know, once evil, evil is like evil presents itself. He, he just can't learn. And he just can't follow God's leading or you know, you know, sometimes you don't really have it yourself, but you learn from other people. Mm-hmm. He was ignorant. He was not what, yes, he's not teachable. He did to learn either. So, you know, it's like he's going further down into destruction and not seeing how evil has overtaken his life. And, you know, as we all heard tonight, we have to be very careful, you know, even as we look at him. And, and because, you know, as we go through these chapters, it's for our own learning. So that, you know, we would um, hold ourselves accountable, as Debbie was saying a while ago, that, you know, we do not walk the same walk, you know, because it's easy sometimes for us to walk the same walk. And it, it, with him and David, it was a physical thing. But um, as we all know, as Nadine said, it's a spiritual thing that you, you will come upon you if you are not careful and if you are not walking. In the light, as someone was saying a while ago, you know, you have to examine yourself and ideally basic, least your fault. You know, because some the Bible says sometimes when you think you 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 you, you, you when you want to do good, evil presents itself. So we got to be very careful of how we walk and we think we feed our spirit in, you know, and um allows the enemy to come in and to destroy that thing that God has created in us. As the powerful um, um, anointing that God has given us because mm-hmm. Saul has lost it. And we see how because he has lost the power and the anointing, how the enemy has used his life. It's like there is no coming back. Mm-hmm. This minute he cried tears of right. repentance. And the next minute again, he's out there against the will of God. How can you fight against God? Mm-hmm. You know, Saul, Saul, why, why are you, why are thou persecuted? <coughs> So if you persecute a child of God, you're persecuting God. Yeah. You're fighting against God, and we cannot fight against God. Yeah. And even our, 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 our self sometimes, when, you know, we, we all sometimes slip and fall. But you can quickly come to grip with yourself and say, no, this is not right. You know, as Nadine said, not sometimes you may never be bad mind, but you realize that some little spirit that coming spirit up. And you got to speak to that spirit and say, no, that is bad mind. Yeah. Talk to yourself, you have to talk out loud. As somebody would say, think out loud, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Speak to yourself and say, no, this is not right. You know, you can't give another person a compliment. You can't afford to see another person strive in the kingdom of God. And these things does happen. Yeah. And it's from the enemy. And you know if you're sitting somebody or, you know, it may even come up on you too. So you, yeah. we got to be careful how we how we treat each other and how we we, we, we see ourselves righteous. Like, you know, we, it will never happen to us. Mm-hmm. It's for us to learn. Because with David, David know that there was an appointed time, as David had said, that is set for him to receive the kingdom. And he would not have allowed anything else like killing Saul to, 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 to push him into the kingdom before the timing was right. So he was willing to wait on God until that specific time so as to reap the benefit, not only the kingdom, but he also hunger for that blessing of God, that closeness oh, with God, yes. you know, that relationship with God. And so many times, as Nadine said, we fight for the gift, but we do not, when we even get the gift, we do not want it, mm-hmm. you know. But yet still sometimes in the church, not just, you know, I'm not saying any one of us here, and we pray God it's not among us. 
But how many times we see position and we don't want that position. We don't want that gift. But when we get it, we can't handle it. It's tight up and it's still up. So these are, these are some of the things that we're going to be very careful, you know, and learn to appreciate each other, you know, and, and see each other's life as important as David was saying to Saul. See my life as important as yours, you know. Why are you seeking me out to kill me? What wrong have I done? Yeah. You know, so um, tonight as we, oh, oh, what a powerful chapter yeah. again, yeah. as we look into it and as we all express ourselves and, you know, we all have that passion because we know the right thing and how we wish we could just hold this thing and give him two claps and put him in his rightful way as a king. And so are we in the kingdom of God. You know, we are kingdom-oriented, if that is the word. We are on a mission for the king. We are ambassador for the Lord. You know, and sometimes we do foolish things. And we're not behaving kingly. And not behaving royal. And royal. You know, it's for us to turn the light inside mm-hmm. us and see ourselves. And when we finish Bible study at night again, we go back and we kind of chew like a cow, chew on the word. You know, and see what God is saying. Because I believe God is speaking to us individually every night we say. Such powerful, um, you know, as we comment, each of us break it down it the way we understand it. And as we comment on it, and we join with the person who are leading that night and how the Holy Spirit just use it to, to just show us, you know, what God really wants from us. Because God is really speaking and God is really, you know, getting us prepared and ready for the next level and for the kingdom. Amen. Thank you, Mom. Amen. I didn't want to leave anybody else out on the line. Um, Did did everybody get a chance to chime in? Yes, I think everyone got a chance. Amen, amen. Um, Really humbling and thankful for Pastor to allow me to um, dissect the word as I learn. And um, it's quite an honor to be able to do that. Um, before I close, I want to make the opportunity to see if there's any praise report or prior request. Uh, well, okay. um, prayer prayer request for um, Elder Robinson and Sister Annie. Um, okay. He's going to be coming home from his hip surgery. So just make sure, you know, that we pray, you know, to cover not only him but, but her too yeah. to have to take care of her husband. Okay. What was the surgery about? Uh, hip. hip. He had a hip replacement. Oh. Oh. Wow. Uh, anybody else? Um, I just want to pray for the Green family. Um, the loss of um, a cousin and a father to two um, young adults. Okay. Thank you. It's a very good deacon and um, young son that's a minister, and um, it's the family that's come up under the Lord. Amen. And they are uh-huh. lost in the family. You said the Green family. And their father, his, their father passed away. Who he was a deacon at the church. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, awesome. He faced pancreatic cancer stage four. They just told us last week, and he passed away yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on the on the on the other hand, I have some great news. My house is just beautiful. Um, we're in a really great 
place, and we just thank God for it, you know. Um, there was a dream that I got that says that I am in the reaping the fruits of my labor, and boy, if, if anything better than this would be heaven. I Yeah, praise the Lord. So I really feel good, guys, and I just want to know that your prayers are working. Please continue to pray for me. I have the luxury of having my um, second sister living with me as well, and her kids, and, you know, there is a peace that God has just brought upon the house. We know that the house came from God, and it's a house of refuge, and um, just to see us, and, you know, it's beautiful. It, it, you know, I wish I could take a picture, you know. God's <laughs> the glory. Yes, it, but it's it, yeah, anything better than this would be heaven. Everything is moving well, right? Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. And I think before I pray, Pastor, you were supposed to talk about the church this Sunday? Is that yeah. what you yeah, I, yeah, I sent out the invitation. I know you got to get your prayer request. I sent out the invitation. <laughs> So I do need to need some responses right away, guys, because they're trying to get a head count, uh, you know, as far as uh, refreshments and all that other stuff that they they might need. So we need to know how many of us are going to be making it there and everything, okay? So please okay. respond to my text that I sent out yesterday. Okay. Thank you, Pastor. All right. Thank you. Oh, and uh, the uh, fundraiser, I need your, your totals, guys, as well. Okay. I did get the text for that to so send that out to your sister Summer. Amen. Yep. Okay. I got ahead. the phone Um. Oh, just one more prayer request is for my for my godson Marcus. Um. He's um in prison and um he was supposed to get out and they extended his time. So I just want to pray. I ask a prayer for deliverance from prison for him. Father God, we come right now on the behalf of um, Sister Annie and um, her husband, Lord God. We pray for speedy recovery. We pray, Lord God, for diligence and patience in the in the season of healing and recovery. Lord God, we pray that there would be an overwhelming amount of help and assistance. Lord God, we pray that during this time of the healing his body, Lord God, that you will minister to their souls as well. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for a successful surgery, and we pray for a speedy recovery in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we pray for the Green family in their time of grief. Lord God, we pray for comfort, Lord God. And Lord God, we pray, Lord God, that people will overwhelm them with your love. Father God, we pray, Lord God, that you will um, send help in every area that it is needed. Lord God, remember them in the arrangements for Federal and, and the different things that they have to take care of leading up to um, everything that they have to do, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that the family will come together. We pray, Lord God, that there will be a reuniting in the spirit as well as in the natural. We pray, Father God, that they will see this, Lord God, as joyous occasion of one going home to be with you, Lord Jesus. And God, they will grieve, but in a healthy way, Lord God. 
We pray in the name of Jesus that they will surround, you will surround this family, the Green family, Lord God, with love, Lord God, overwhelming love, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Let people from all over, Lord God, just come in, Lord God, and like a flood will just help, Lord God, love, Lord God, and Lord God, let them remember him and see you in every stage of his life, Lord God, and will be able to give you thanks and say, blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for that family, Lord God. And we pray, Lord God, that very soon there will be a a season of life because you said to everything, there is a season, Lord Jesus. So we want to thank you for that, Father God. And we want to thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing in their life, Lord God, seen and unseen. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, we bring to you Marcus, Lord Jesus. Mario? We pray, Lord God, for your hands to be upon this situation, upon these circumstances. Lord God, we might not understand, but you know exactly what is going on. Father God, we pray, Lord God, that you may take full control, Lord Jesus. We pray, Lord God, that you will keep him in the palm of your hands in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord God, that you will turn even the heart of the the judge, Lord God, the ward, the, 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 the people that conduct the cell, every area, Lord God. And like Joseph, Lord God, he will be blessed even if that is where you have him, Lord God. And Father God, that he will leave a changed man, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. God is life and in his heart, Lord God. Help him, Lord Jesus, that he may come to know you, Lord God. Prosper him, Lord God, where he is even right now, Lord God. And help him to keep his eyes on you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord Jesus, we know that you are in control of everything, Lord God. And Father God, we pray right now, Lord God, that you will surround him with your love, Lord God. Holy Spirit will start to just work on the inside of him, Lord God, and his purpose will be done, Lord God, even beyond the the prison walls, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Have your way in him and through him, Lord God. Let your light shine in him, Lord Jesus, that his life becomes a testimony, Lord God, that many souls will come to know you through Marcus in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we plead the blood against every plan and plot of the enemy in the name of Jesus. We annihilate every plan, and we pray, Lord God, that every weapon that form against him will not prosper in the name of Jesus, Lord Jesus. We thank you for what you're doing. We pray for the family, Lord God, that they will unite, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that this, Lord God, will bring them even closer in their faith with you in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for tonight. We ask, Holy Spirit, that, that you will bring back these words and nudge on our hearts the individual things that you want to pay attention to. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You guys have a great night. Thank you all for coming out. Great study. Bye-bye. Amen. Bye-bye. See you guys on Sunday. Good night. Have a good one.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.